climate and sustainability. And good afternoon to you, Kevin James. All good? Uh, all good, Bernard. We saw a bit of rain this week in parts of the country, so just uh, to be grateful for. Okay, all right. Uh, the line not sounding all that good, uh, Kevin. If you can just move around and uh, we'll let me see a... if I can do something about that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Can you hear me better? All right, sounding a, uh, it's a bit improved, let me let me say. But let's get let's get to it. Uh, another report released at the World Economic Forum in Davos, uh, the World Economic Forum held in December, of course. Plastic rubbish will outweigh fish in the oceans by 2050 unless the world takes drastic action. Please give us an update on what, what seems to be a difficult, or a rather difficult issue, uh, to curtail. Yeah, so quite a bit coming out of Davos, uh, Ernest, uh, revisiting the outcomes there. A global study by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, which is a, a foundation that promotes the circular economy, which in simple terms, recycling and reuse of uh, resources in the economy, reported that an overwhelming 95% of plastic packaging worth about 80 to $120 billion a year, I don't even want to convert that, into, but it's trillions of rands, is lost to the global economy after just one single use. The study proposed setting up a brand new system ready to slash the leaking of plastics into nature with specific focus on our oceans and, and ready to find alternatives to oil and natural gas, the fossil fuels that are used as raw materials mm. in the production of plastics um, and rather using uh, renewable and, and recyclable sources of feedstock to the process. The study also reveals that about 8 million tons of plastics find their way into the oceans every year. Now, just so people can really comprehend, this is equal to about one garbage truck going to the coast and tipping one garbage truck full of plastics into the ocean every minute. And if we continue on our current trajectory, it will increase to two trucks by 2030 per minute and four trucks by 2050 per minute. Imagine that. They also estimate that more than 150 million tons of plastics currently in the ocean today existing. So add that to the, the, the many trucks being tucked. At current rates, the ocean is expected to contain one ton of plastic for every three tons of fish by 2025. And by 2050, there will be more plastic in the sea than there will be fish, and that's without the overfishing of our ocean. So according to the World Economic Forum, Currently, only 14% of our plastic packaging is collected for recycling, compared with paper at, at 58%, iron and steel at 70 to 90%. So clearly, we can do a much better job on the plastics. Due to the fact our oceans are common to all continents and countries, really a sweeping change is required between, in collaboration between the consumer goods companies, plastic packaging companies, waste collectors, policymakers, etc. So the question is, what can be done? We need to embrace the circular economy. We've, had, we've covered this quite a few times in the show before, Ernest, which is effectively creating a world with no waste that weans ourselves off fossil fuels. Um, and and uh, growing volumes of end-of-use plastics are generating costs uh, to the global economy and really destroying a huge amount of value. So uh, reusable plastics could become a valuable commodity in the circular economy and, and really uh, that it, it, it applies to all the circular principles, really, that could spark a major innovation wave with significant benefits to the entire supply chain and really the entire global economy. So lots of opportunity, but at the moment, more risks than opportunity. Mm, but I'm sure a lot of opportunities can be explored if one looks at rural Nigeria. There's a growing trend there where people are building houses from plastic bottles picked up off the street, literally. Uh, it sounds like a, a good example of a positive solution to address uh, our plastic litter problem. Absolutely. So, you know, obviously in Nigeria, as in most of Africa, massive challenges. And, uh, you know, I've described the one in our seas and pollution all over the landscape as well. 
And uh, there are actually so many diverse innovative solutions that are being developed out there that make so much sense from an economic perspective and also solve massive environmental problems at the same time. So as you said, in, in rural Nigeria, builders are collecting uh, two-liter cool drink bottles free off the street and, and using them as a basis for building materials and actually building quite beautiful, uh, beautifully designed houses with them. The process is as follows, really. They fill the bottoms, bottles and, and compact them quite tightly with soil and then, uh, then uh, back the bottles on top of each other, making sure that they are aligned and straight and then they secure the necks of the bottles with string and then start packing them together with mud. Uh, now the designs of these houses seem to be quite diverse and versatile actually, but the cost of these houses is about, uh, they're saying around $50,000, which is said to be about a third of the cost of a conventional house in Nigeria rural areas. But uh, listen to this, Ernest, the house is actually 18 times stronger hmm. than houses made from bricks and can withstand earthquakes and bullets they, they, they add in, which is obviously something that's commonplace uh, in those areas. And then it's far more insulated as well, which means it's summer and in winter, and it's, it's warmer in summer, sorry, in winter and cooler in summer, and is therefore much more energy efficient. So once the house is completed, a normal house will use about 14,000 bottles uh, from the streets and the landfills, so addressing that problem uh, of single-use plastic packaging problem, which we spoke about in the last, uh, in the last um, piece. Ernest, this is a classic example of where innovation not only addresses serious socio-economic issues such as job creation and cheaper housing, but also a classic circular economy technology, an example of that, that keeps plastic litter off our streets and out of our oceans. And you have to hand it to the Nigerians. When they apply their innovative thinking to positive initiatives, it gets very, very exciting. So well done to the Nigerians. Oh, well done indeed, uh, Kevin James. And we'll chat again next Wednesday. You take care, my friend. All right, fantastic. Apologies for that crackling sound there, but I'm sure we got the gist of it from Kevin James. Uh, he hails from the uh, GCX Africa. They deal with issues relating to uh, climate change and global warming as well.